Welcome to Touchpoint, a podcast about human connection recorded live before a virtual audience from around the world. I'm your host, Jared Matthew Weiss. On each episode, you'll listen in as I chat with real people about their most profound experiences in bed, in love, and in life. Here we go. I would love to drop in with Daniela and Dennis. Chris, can you bring up Daniela and Dennis? They are having a very romantic meal. Look at the two of you. All right, so I just want to say happy anniversary. Thank you. Thank you. Happy anniversary. Happy anniversary. What is it? How long have you two been together? We met at a random bar a year ago. Yeah, exactly one year ago. Oh my God, congratulations. How, and, and, and you're celebrating your one year anniversary in quarantine. Yeah, yep. yeah, we've got some nice food and now we're uh, really excited to be at Touchpoint. <laughs> oh my God, wonderful. And I understand you've been to our town hall in New York, is that right? Yeah, I've, I came to some of the really early ones that are, we're at that tiny venue at the music company, what's it called? Sure, sure, yeah, so far yeah. sounds. We were in, in Chinatown. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, wow, that was many years ago. Yeah. <laughs> and then I got to introduce Dennis to the online version. Yeah, which has been great. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, it's good to see you. It's so, so I have a question. It's, it's one year. Um, and I think that, you know, I, the amount of time you've probably spent together in quarantine, you know, it, it's almost like seven years at this point <laughs> that you've been together. So what have you learned about each other in quarantine that you, you know, that you didn't know, you know, it's been a couple months, you know, we're looking at if you're together a year, we're in quarantine two months. So it's a pretty decent percentage of your time together. What have you learned about each other uh, over the last two months? Uh, and, you know, whichever one of you wants to go first. Um, I'll go first. I mean, I've learned that um, Daniela um, will turn to me after like the end of the day and be like, it feels like I haven't done anything. And I'm like, wait, you made sourdough bread and sent out a <laughs> newsletter about like New York City, like mutual aid relief that's available um, and like applied for two jobs and like did like, like you know, like seven volunteer uh, projects like in or out of the house somehow. Um, okay. And it's just a little bit of to uh, do things that sounds great. It's called Beautiful. Being a <laughs> <laughs> I'm a Capricorn. Yeah. I don't know what that means, really. You know, I care more about the fact that I'm actually a, a generator. That's my human design. Uh, mm -hmm. But that's a whole other conversation. So wait, so all right. So you learn that she's really just like, she makes things happen. She's just really super productive. Um, yeah. Okay, so, so uh, Daniela, what, what have you learned about Dennis being in, uh, in uh, quarantine? Um, less profound, but I realized that he sings Solidarity Forever in the shower. <laughs> it's true. If anyone's familiar with this like labor, <laughs> labor union song, Solidarity Forever. Anyway. Okay, Kaylin, Kaylin already knows what I'm going to be asking for now. Okay, so we all want to hear you sing the song, oh. Dennis. Oh, no. Dennis, let's hear it. Let's hear it. Hey, if you want to hear Dennis sing the song that he sings in the shower, say word. <laughs> I mean, Dennis, you're getting a lot of support here. We want to hear it. So this is really like up his alley. Yeah, Dennis, hit it. Hit us with the song. You're I'll hit it. I'll hit it. All right. Um, solidarity forever. Solidarity forever. Solidarity forever. 
For the union makes us strong. Um, wow. We do some yeah, verses. Yeah, that's probably enough. Um, wow. 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 Help you and love to sing another song. Yeah, if we want to clap, by the way, this is uh, sign language for, for clapping. So we can all go like this. And then you can, if you look at the grid, you can see that there's probably hundreds of people that are doing that. Well, that was great. I want to wish you both a happy anniversary. Thank you so much for sharing a piece of your anniversary with us. Uh, thank God you found each other. It's great to see you and meet you, and I hope you have a fantastic night. Thank you. Um, of course. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, Chris, I'd love to talk to you. Ida in Israel. Ida in Israel. It's like 2.30 in the morning in Israel. Yes, it is, indeed. Oh, oh my God. Hi, Ida. Hi. How are you feeling? It's 2.30 in the morning. What? Yeah, what? I'm, uh, I'm I'm up at any hour of the day. It's okay. I have a lot of energy. Oh my God. You have so much energy. Oh God. Yeah, Ida, Ida, you're my spirit animal. So, uh, so Ida, I understand that you're back in the game. Indeed. All right. What, what is going on, Ida? Tell me, tell me your story. Well, if, if an older person loses a spouse, they become invisible. you, you are you're as significant as a couple in in my generation i don't know if it's always that way it is that way in a way people couple that's how they exist in the world that's how they get their safety being known and you know and being loved as a couple mm -hmm. so uh i decided to uh, move forward move you know move ahead as, as much possible and not to be as, as invisible so uh, I joined, uh, <laughs> you're shaking your head. So I, uh, I, I, I didn't discuss this with anybody. I did it really on my own because when you do a plunge, you got to do it on your own. Mm -hmm. And since we can't travel, my first instinct was to go, to go to America and visit lots of friends and travel all over. But I didn't do that because of the virus. And then I said, well, how else is me? will I meet people? Uh, Jerusalem is just a very limited number of people to me. I know most of them and I wanted to meet an American. So I made up this crazy profile and I put one on JWED. It's free. And I'm trying to, to help uh, other widows do it, but they're very reluctant. Uh, they, they're comfortable 18 years, 10 years, 12 years being a widow. So, uh, you know, it's, it's, uh, I feel, you know, the, you know, the word hishtadlis, hishtadlis. I don't means, know that word. That's a, that's a word from, um, Rabbi Nachman. And it, you have to do your effort. You have to do your effort and have Kodesh Baruch who will do, do for you what you want whenever it is the right time. Okay. Okay. All right. So like me to, to start. Well, I have some questions. Hold on. I have some questions. I have some questions. Ida, when, yes. when did your partner pass away? I'm very sorry for your loss. Yeah, Larry, Eliezer Ben-Yuchasil Yehuda passed away about five months ago. And how long were the two of you together? 53 years. 53 years. You hear that, Daniela and Dennis? 53 years. All right, 53 years. I'm he worked in he worked in a, in an area where he was not home so much. So I won't, I don't count that. But it was fifty three years. Yeah. Wow! And how are you feeling? I missed him very much. Yeah, it's hard. Yeah. He was a 
you know, you have, you have your best friend and you have someone to ground you. It's very important to have someone to ground you. Wow. And, and, and how did, how did, uh, how did he ground you? Uh, we were very, very different. So, uh, if I was say interested in doing something and there was, uh, he wasn't in agreement, you know, he didn't want to do it. He would have this expression, oi, Ida. <laughs> oi, Ida. Oi, so, Ida. All right. But, but, you know, in the last, I'll say in the last five years, he didn't do that anymore. He really trusted me to make like a lot of decisions and make, um, we had to see a doctor to, um, to complete a will, which would entitle me, which would allow me to make decisions for him. And the doctor said, um, how do you feel about that? And he said, well, she makes, she, she's taking care of me and she's doing everything for me. So why would I ever have to say, to disagree, to disagree? Mm. Uh, because a person has to be a sound, man, a sound man, mind and body to, mm-hmm. to agree to that, you know? But mm-hmm. I never really, I really never really needed the document. Um, and, uh, uh, it was, it was a wonderful thing coming to live in Israel because I, it made, it made for me having freedom to do a lot of things. And when did you move to Israel? We moved, we moved to Israel at part of the year in 2001. And then I lived with my children in, in, in Meosharim. And we looked for a place. And 2008, we settled into this this apartment. We had it all fixed up, and we stopped coming. You know, we we emptied out a pretty big house in America. He was already pretty sick at the time. Um, he was he was working from home from uh, about 2000, and people were in my living room. He was a criminal attorney, and I really didn't like that idea. And people would bother him, you know, knock on the door. And so in the neighborhood mm. with real silly stuff. So I, I made my mind, you know, we have to do this. You know, it was really all on me to, to take everything and get rid of all this stuff. He had all his files um, shredded. We had a truck come and we spent like, you know, he had to keep his files and like $400 finished with that out the door and gave a lot of, you know, had, knew I would have a very small apartment at that point. I knew how small the place was and just, just took whatever I needed. So I put, didn't feel uh, the place was crowded with furniture. I didn't need it. It's, it's a very good um, uh, thing to, to move to a smaller place. You go through everything you get rid of. It's very important to do that periodically, get rid of stuff yeah. you don't need. Yeah. So, we, so Ida, so Ida, I have a question. Yeah. Um, I actually have a few questions. Uh, so we're going to be up a little later than we imagined. But uh, my first question is, do you remember what your first words were with him 53 years ago? Oh. Well, I, I, I really... It was it was a friendship that was developed and cultivated over many years. So, yeah, we were we were in those days. Brooklyn College had a school bus, and all, we, they were very ambitious. The kids to go to professional schools, and they had to make the labs at like six thirty in the morning. 
So they wanted to make sure the kids got there and they had a school bus. And we, we actually lived very close by. And so we schmoozed in, on the school bus. And uh, over a period of years, really, we started to uh, see each other in, in classes. So he, would, he was a very patient guy. This is a word for the fellas out there. Um, when you find someone you really like, you can make, you could take your time because there's other forces working and you don't know them, you know. So we, wow. So we <laughs> hold on, let's hold on to that. Let's hold on for a second. Uh, the advice from Ida is that if you find somebody, you can take your time. If you feel that, say word. Yeah, because he, he was, he, he was a, like a, a fellow who had gone to a yeshiva and didn't have much experience with women. Yeah. Uh, he was very brilliant. He won a merits finalist. And mm. I saw all that in him. Mm -hmm. And I saw all that with, like, he was very good to his mother. His mother was a widow. He, he had offers to go to MIT to all, you know, because of his grades, but he stayed home to be with his, in, with his mom. In those days, kids didn't go away to school. Mm -hmm. mostly home, and they saved up for the future. So we, so I would, I would register for classes, and then um, we discuss our program. We had a pre-register, and I'd see, like we talk about what it would take, and um, he'd wind up in some of my classes. He was really not interested in, in studying. He was playing pool a lot, smoking a lot, you know, just having the freedom that a yeshiva boy would have his first year out of the confines of being yeshiva, and we had. We had house plans, with, but he, he was like, uh, uh, I knew he was smart. That's all I knew. And he was a smart guy. That's all. And, so, so, so Ida, I just want to, I want to, um, yeah. So the, the, the question around the first words, it sounds like you cultivated this friendship we early on and you committed years. So, but then he has passed five months ago. You said, yeah. Yes. All right. And so do you. Do you remember your last words with him? When we were together, I discussed with him our long life, a long loving life together. All the, all the grateful things that we had to, he was very grateful. Mm -hmm. He was not angry. He was sick a really long time. Mm -hmm. And um, having, having shared these things made us really close. Yeah. Because it, you're a team, you know, you are a team. You look for a teammate when you, um, um, he was a very type A personality and he, he changed as he got older. And I became the more dominant, you know, personality without having to deal with doctors. But mm -hmm. at the end, he had to go on hospice care. Because um, his kidneys, he was going to go on kidney dialysis, but you have to have a pumping heart to move, you can't just go on dialysis. And his heart was extremely weak. That was his problem, his heart was very weak. Mm. So um, we came home and uh, he, he, he knew his time was short, like two, two weeks, three weeks. My daughters were here when he died. Um, it, it, it was my whole family, all the children were around. Um, mm. he, he, he didn't have a plot. This is something that when you come to Israel, you're supposed to have a, a cemetery plot. And Mount and um, a Mount of Olives is a very very uh, hard place to you don't get a cemetery plot there, but mm -hmm. 
but he was a man of great charity his whole life. People would come to ask him advice. Um, he would he was charitable with funds, you know. And it turns out that we did. My son-in-law and his family had an area in the cemetery. We didn't know this. We didn't know this. Mm-hmm. And they call, we called the head of the Hever Hadisha, and he did for us. He called and he said, he asked, do you have, a, do you have something for my father-in-law? And the, and the man said, well, what kind of guy is he? And he said, he's a straight up Yashar. Once, you know, Yashar guy he said, okay, we have an area. We could, we could. I don't know how many of us speak Yiddish. I know. Uh, Not, so. The Hever Hadisha is the funeral it's the are the people who take the body and clean the body and prepare for burial. Okay, and all right. There's no funeral here in the sense of sitting down in a room. You come right. into like a football field, big building, uh, men on one side, women on the other side. The there's usually never a hesped. There's usually never a eulogy, uh, but because we are English speakers, it was a small eulogy, and the the body is taken in a casket high, high up in, in the mountain on the hill. And only the members of the Kaddish go. And I think a few people, one man, our friend was out of town. He was coming home and he was, he missed his bus. And like we, he got the call because we called people and he said, I'm coming to the funeral. I'm coming to the burial. And he, Got to the got to the burial site. It was in the middle of the night. You bury very quickly here. You know, you oh, don't wow. wait. Yeah. So so now so so now that was five months ago. That was five and, months ago. And this is the thing, Ida. You know, you're back in the game. So you yeah. set up a profile. You set yeah. up a profile. And I was curious if you could share, I know you did something very interesting with your profile. Maybe you could share your new dating profile. Everybody, please show Ida some love. If you're loving Ida, say word, please. Okay, so we're all with you here. You're getting a lot of love right now, Ida. Ida, can you, can you share your dating profile with us? We'd love to hear it. All right, let's hear it. A lot of lonely people out there who need to have, um, maybe I'm a role model, I don't know, but... Uh, I always you're a role like model, do- 100%, Ida. 100% you're a role model. Yeah. So the, the thing is, I realized that I put down my right age and nobody is going to be interested in someone my age. I'm 76. So I decided to make it very outrageous and funny and really reveal who I am. And I think that's important for everybody who's doing a profile. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, and I'm also, I don't, I don't want to meet someone who is old, older than I am or my age, because I don't want to have to go through this. It was many, many years of uh, care. Yeah. Yeah. Many years. Okay. 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 Here I go. Wake up, young man. There's a glamorous, voguish, voguish, slender woman in your room. She befriended you at 10 at camp and she at 20. She helped smooth your boyish crush out and change the scary into funny. She's still the artist, super engaged in the world. Now it's three to one against this green-eyed gal giving you a whirl. 
With a figure like Venus de Milo, Milo wouldn't you want her on your pillow? <laughs> wow. Wow. <Yes>. So. <laughs> wow. We are all in love with you. If you're in love with Ida, say word. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, is there more? More. This goes on for, can I keep going? Oh yeah, yeah. Give us some more. Give us some more, Ida. Please. I'm only going to start. Let me go to the end. Will you let me go to the end? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Give it to us, Ida. Please. You stayed up so late. It's going to be tomorrow by the time this. It's already tomorrow where you are. Go ahead, Ida. Share it with us. Gray hair, like your daughter, my two daughters, sister and niece shining on their head. It happens at a certain age. No cause to be unwed. Darken your hair. Darken the gray matter. Only about my many grandchildren is permitted loose chatter. They are a blessing, Baruch Hashem, and may they be a credit to Kal Yisrael. Maybe they be a credit. Okay, I'm going to move on because I have, I have actually a dating coach, a guy who's 62, and he thinks it's much too long. And I really don't tell much about my interests. I don't think that's important. That you learn from somebody when you're with them. Okay, here we go. I'm leaving out my hobbies because that's silly. I'm looking for what I'm looking for, right? Yeah, tell us what you're looking for. Don't care about JDs, MDs, PhDs. Just want a man who feels at ease. High marks on emotional quotient, sense of humor, a must. Creative thinker, someone I can trust. No heart disease or diabetes. Boy, this woman is hard to please. Caring, devotion to Torah, easy to maintain. Needs to give me my Give me space as I to him, a man who doesn't want a woman to satisfy his every whim. Astute with a heart, we're not in competition. This is the last of my part in the heavens on an earth. Hey, let's make performance art. Incidentally, open to JDs, etc. just trying to rhyme. Now this is for the young men out there. We're listening. What's coming? Oh, I don't know. We're listening. Okay. More, Ida, more. Here we go. After a life study of one married man and several divorced and never married men, I learned there is one difference. The divorced man left his wife or the single man never found his soulmate with great pain, thinking there was one reason to wander the earth in a quest to fill that void, only to discover in the end the real reason was to find happiness and joy that a married man finds in his wife. Wow, Ida. Something like a Rav Nachman story. Now here I go. Perhaps you placed Ali on the back burner for a future time to be happy with a man. Uh, I'm happy with a man not with me 24 seven. Perhaps your profession takes you to the States or elsewhere you wanna wind things down or are still drawn to that situation and up to the challenge. I'm a widow of five months. Writing this is the most fun I've had in five years. Here's my rap song. Where did I get such ideas you could be a serial cheater? Can't count the accused Jews sitting in my living room waiting for the ax to fall, waiting for the judge's call. These same guys met at weddings and celebrations, wives', wives eyes lowered, dressed in all out get out, Hashem answered our prayers, freed us from Galut, 
to execute due diligence, my hover, imposter. You'll need to come clean to appear in my dating roster. It's about a trusted husband not straying far from Hashem, not allowing bachelors to come near. Keeping these parameters will reduce my fear. If this makes you laugh or cringe, that's a good sign. Means you're human and past and you're on, you are Yashar and fine. And someday maybe mine. Oh my God. Take a break and listen to Strunz and Farad. That's a very beautiful group. No one's coming to Jerusalem and I won't be going very far. I'm coming to the end. Any charges of harassment, dropping acid or abandonment, it is not about atonement, perjury or criminal intent. Yes, have friends in high places, criminal lawyers holding all the aces, loaned and declared bankruptcy, lost a license for a felony, fill me in on all that criminal activity. Not so strange to think I could be deluded, disappointed. Did you have court orders to pay debts, maybe making haywire of getting credit? I was an innocent bystander, this is another story, and brought from Israel to be a witness in the grand jury court of a murder, a beating. My testimony placed the murderer at the crime scene. Do you too have a reason to be fleeing? Did you, do you deem me overly cautious, paranoid, perhaps maybe done acid, maybe, maybe charges, warrants in one state, living in another, lied to your former wife, been in a penal institution, beat a former lover, fraud in currency stock trades, acquitted of indictments, charges dropped, dismissed, history of abusing alcohol, drugs, had her head covered with a rug? So Chavar, have you been in a lineup, slammer, or a criminal institution? If your response is all to no, you'll be welcome in my home. Come on, do you have a leg to stand on? Whoa, Ida, MC Ida, MC Ida, hold on, hold on. I just wanna confirm Yes. everything you're reading right now is on your dating profile. Absolutely. This is, this is unbelievable. You, you should be writing everybody's dating profile. If you want Ida to help you write your dating profile, say word. I mean, everybody wants you to write their dating profile. There's nobody, Ida, Ida, in this chapter of your life, you become the reason why everybody finds their romantic partner. That's yes. what happens now. It's work, it really is work. It really is oh. work. So, so Ida, Ida. I want you to hear um, the rest of it's fabulous because it really goes to my heart. I, you know, who am I? I, you know, we, okay. we gotta, we gotta go for it. Let's go. Let's do it. We're locked and loaded the now. Are changing. The times are changing. It'll, it'll, it'll speak to you. Come gather around bachelors, wherever you roam and get in shape. You'll be heading for home. Uh, and your, if your time left to you is worth saving, get to the gym and start walking or you'll be shivering and cold for the times they're changing. Come mm. doctors, lawyers, and trusty advisors, please heed the call. Don't block up the hall. For he who was left behind, he will be he who has stalled. It's 50 years later and once and for all, it'll soon sh shatter your windows and rattle the walls. The times are changing. Come brothers and fathers, temperature throughout the land, 42 to 85 and ain't that grand. Now what can't you understand? Get out from that desk and stop masquerading. Shem's ways are beyond and command, and we're rapidly changing. Here it goes. You are every man, and she the woman you've searched for and finally found. 
fear you will lose her in short time. By every medical measure, she's sublime and quite fine. So get out of the free lane and stop window shopping if you can't lend your hand for the times they're changing. That very same fear can be paralyzing. Gone is the love of her youth. It's shattering and demoralizing. And pleasure denied is just scattered. So stop profile hopping and get out of the free lane and start paying your dues. Why should you continue to sing the blues? Her husband of her never tired. She'll admit almost always high energy and high wired. Stay clear of people who are stagnated. No sympathy is highly overrated. Does she feel she'd rather be dead than forever unwed? There she goes back again, cannot resist putting feelings to pen. Says she wants to love again. Can't promise with whom and when. Right now she's in love with the idea and no special rooster grooving. And that alone is keeping her going. Her old love messaged, start living again. Don't hold back and don't, don't sabotage and begin. Don't sap energy and regret and indecision. And she's in her third blooming. You know where that's from, the third blooming? What, what writer wrote about blooming? Think about you it. Know I don't. If you can follow, I don't, please I understand for the time. I've, I've really lost control of this ship. I gotta say, I. Uh, That's it. This is this is I've 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 lost control. This is the Ida show, and <laughs> God, thank God it is, because I gotta tell you, Ida, you have brought so much joy to all of us uh, tonight. That's the response I got. Yeah, you. Whoever you really. Responded. You're getting so much love right now in the chat. You know, Ida, you've. Uh, you're very graceful, you're very talented, and you're very inspiring. And oh, um, I think that, you know, you bring a, uh, we, we speak often of how love starts and uh, not enough about how it continues or how it might end. And uh, one of the things that I've learned in space is that if we, if we get the gift to live long enough and to have people in our lives, romantic or otherwise, at some point, you know, loving somebody requires us to say goodbye at some point. Yes. And, uh, and, and that's just part of the deal. And the way you have chosen to navigate this and to share yourself and to elevate yourself has taught me a lot about what's possible uh, and shown me a, a very big human heart that I aspire to uh, that I aspire to have myself. So um, thank you so much for being here. Everybody, everybody, everybody. I want you to, what is one word that comes up for you as you think and reflect on Ida Share? What is just one word, put it, we have inspiring, fierce, powerful, legend, badass, unique, joy, wisdom, brave, visionary. Ida, this is what you've brought into the world. Thank you for staying up with us. Thank you for sharing with us. Thank you for Thank you. allowing us into your world. Um, I am so grateful for you. Thank you so, so much. I hope you get a good night's sleep. I hope you, yeah, I hope you sleep in. I hope you sleep in. I have to get up and jump rope tomorrow. You want to see my jump rope? Four you know, pounds. before, let, let's see your four-pound jump rope, Ida. Let's see it. We couldn't end this thing without seeing the four-pound jump rope. Wow. I jump 500 forward and 500 back every day. 
I can't. Ida, thank you so much. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so grateful for you. Thank you. Uh, yeah, thank you so much. Uh, all right, Chris, can we bring up Lily in Palo Alto? Hey. Do we, do we have Lily in Palo Alto, Chris? Can you hear me? Oh, I can hear you, and I can see you. Okay, cool. All right, um, so you're in, you're in Palo Alto. I don't Alto. Think I have to follow Ida. I mean, that's it's so not easy. I know, I know. Let's take a deep breath. Let's take a deep breath, me and you. Just a deep breath in. Here we go. Okay, all right. We're gonna have to. We have to. We have to move on now, and it's not easy. Uh, how did you feel, Lily? How did you feel listening to her? Chris, I think Lily's muted. Oh, there we go. All right. How did you feel listening to her, Lily? I uh, I definitely felt inspired by her. She's so cool and such a badass. And like, yeah. she's jumping rope and I haven't worked out in two months, you know? Like, <laughs> I gotta- If you've been there, say a word. <laughs> yeah, that's, I, I feel you. I feel you. Yeah. Um, wow. Well, well, Lily, I'm glad you're here. Uh, I understand. Yeah, yeah, what I understand about you is that recently you've been sexting and doing the dishes. That's what I got yeah. here. All right, mm -hmm. so what is going on? What's the story, Lily? What's the story? So basically, this all started when I tweeted about it, and then I got asked to like talk about it more and more. But I basically, I work in an office, and I had a coworker who like I've been very friendly with, and we're very close friends. And would just compliment each other all the time. Be like, hey, you're hot, you're hot. But like, we wouldn't cross that line. And then during quarantine, I mean, uh, we kind of just kept Snapchatting. And, you know, I've seen his dick before, but in a funny way. And now it kind of turned into not a funny way. But Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> hold on. I just want to make sure I understand everything you just said. For sure. So this is a coworker. Yeah. And the two of you have been like, oh, you're hot, you're hot. But you didn't want to cross any lines. But, yeah. but you've quote unquote seen his dick before. Yeah, not in person. Okay, all right. So, so what is the line? There is no line. <laughs> okay, okay. I'm just, trying to, I'm just trying to understand where the line is, you know? Okay, all right. And in a funny way, thank you. <laughs> Ashley, Ashley's commenting, you've seen his dick. Okay. In a funny way. Let me explain. Let me explain the, in the funny way. Like, did he dress it, it up? Did he put a little hat on it and some beady little, eyes? No. <laughs> no, like, what does that mean? Googly eyes, right. He a video, like, in the mirror, and his dick would be hard, and then he would be ping-ponging it from his thighs. <laughs> is this happening over Slack? No, this is Snapchat. Okay, sla Snapchat. Okay, so, <laughs> all right, all right. So right. just said I'm getting hot talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. <laughs> okay. All right. Do you like him though? Do you, you guys, are you guys like, are you, no. Do, no. no. Do you I like receiving that. funny pictures of his penis? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> so fun. <laughs> okay. Okay. Why? What's fun about it? Because it's better than just a regular, you know, dick pic. You know, it's a little fun. You're just like, wow. You get to see the whole size of it, the functionality, and then you get to have a little laugh too. Okay. All right. Uh, is he here with us tonight by any chance? <laughs> yeah, come on up. <laughs> we'll, we'd all love to meet him. Do you think he'd join us? Um, 
Probably if I asked him to. You want to send him a text and ask him if he wants to join us? I'm on my phone. I can't. Oh, you don't have a computer that you can just send an iMessage with? My computer shut down when we were on the computer earlier. I wish. Oh my God, we all want to meet him. All right, this is what we're going to do. You and I are going to have our little, let's talk about it. And then I'm going to throw it. I'm going to go talk to somebody else. And then while I'm talking to somebody else, you shoot him a message with the link. And like, let's see if we can get him on here because we all have questions. Do we all have questions? If you want to talk to this guy, say word. (laughs) Okay, all right. Because we all have questions. All right, so you and this coworker, what's his first name? Uh, It's Fatmir. He's Albanian. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, so, so you two exchange pics. He sends you funny pics of his penis. Do you send him funny pics of your genitals? No. <laughs> so, I so mean, you. Start, yeah. Once we started to in quarantine, I sent him like a cleavage shot, but that's about it. Do you want to have sex with him? Is this something that no. you'd like to? No. <laughs> no. All right. Um, I just want to find out uh, if you sexed with people that you have absolutely no intentions of ever being intimate with and uh, say word. Oh, a lot of people, a lot of people yeah, send photos. A lot of, girls. A lot of I mean, it's a thing. All right. Yeah. So, so, all right. So how's it going? How's the, how's the funny dick pic? It's great. It's fun. I love when he sends them to me. Um, and then he kind of like kept asking me to, when I was back in New York, he kept asking me to like come over and stuff. And then that's when I was just like um, trying to get out of it. And I got out of it in a funny way by being like, yeah, I just think your dick's too big for me. And that way you compliment him and also say no. Wow. Okay. And how did that go over? That's great. It's great. He asked a couple of times. I kept saying that. And then I came here. So. So what's the deal with doing the dishes? What's the whole story behind that? You're, you're, you were not so engaged. He was really more engaged than you. What's, what's the deal with that? I think that's pretty much with like every girl in sexting. It's like, we're, you know, we're washing the dishes. We're like doing something else. And guys are just so in it because they're actually like stroking their dicks. And we're just like, yeah, I'm wet right now. But it's like, yeah, I'm wet because I'm washing the dishes. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I mean, thank God you showed up here. Uh, we, all, we all needed we all needed to meet you. Um, okay, uh, okay, all right. So, so you guys still work together, though, the two of you, yeah? Yeah, of course. We so, uh, we're on the same team at work. Uh, what? Okay, all right. Yeah. Does anybody else in the team share pictures of the genitals? No, no. Are you sure? I do. I do send like, not like full nudes. I like have lingerie on to like random friends. I just think it's funny. Okay. The thing is that I'm a comic. So I like do things that are like not necessarily funny, but I think are funny. So like I was on a podcast with my friends and during the podcast, I sent them both a nude. And so they checked their phones and like, (laughs) were just a little shocked. (laughs) Wow. Okay. I love that. And so- and so have you always been so comfortable with your body, with your sexuality, with sharing yourself in that sense? No, I actually was a virgin until I was 20. And, and I, you know, haven't really been in a committed, fully long-term relationship. I've just been like in small things here and there. It just, 
I'm just not, um, I just uh, don't care. And <laughs> that's the simple form. I don't care. And I, there's no need to care. I used to be like, oh, like, am I like this? Am I like that? And then I'm like, oh, the only person that cares right now is me. And I can just shut that off. And I shut it off. And it's been so nice. Yeah. Um, and so do you ask people in advance if they want naked pictures of you or do you just hit them with it? <laughs> what does consent, what does consent look like in the world of sexting with friends and coworkers and maybe even family members? God knows. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the way that we're what doing. Are, no, yeah. I don't know what's next. You know, <laughs> there are no <laughs> lines. <laughs> right. Right. There are no lines. All right. So, but what does consent look like in the world of sexting? How do we all agree that like we're open to looking at each other's genitals? I think when it comes to, you know, doing that, there has to be like a small flirtation that builds up. It's not something like if he had just sent me a dick pic without flirting with me or talking to me or texting me before that, it would have been just like way too aggressive. But it's the slow build up, the laughter in between that kind of makes both people comfortable that you can do that with. And then with my friends, if I'm just like joking around, depends on how close they are with me, but then I'll I'll just send it to them, like knowing that they wouldn't mind, but I wouldn't do it to anybody. Like I wouldn't do it to someone I just met or anything like that. That's just like for close friendships. I love that. So like, that's how, you know, like, that's how, you know, you're really close with somebody is you're like, I'm yeah. going to send you nudes. Yeah. Sometimes I, I send it to that. my girlfriends to be like, okay, which one do you like the best? Right. <laughs> this is amazing. Okay. And so, um, are do you ever sexed with people that you feel emotionally invested in and feel like maybe that you do have feelings for? Yeah, of course. All right. And and how is there a difference in how you show up for those sexts than how you show up with the ones with coworkers and friends? <laughs> yeah, I might be into it and not washing the dishes in that regard. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, wow. Well, I really, I really appreciate your share and I appreciate you uh, uh, telling us this story. Um, uh, if you have love for Lily, say a word. So much love. Lily, you've really brought, you brought a little sunshine to us today. We're so grateful that you're here. Thank you so much for sharing. Listen, in the meantime, if you can get your, uh, your friend on here, we would all love to uh, say hello to him. Yeah. We don't need him to show his penis. We just, we just want to I don't know it. if he's going to want to do it. <laughs> you never know. You never know. Yeah. All right. All right. Well, I'm grateful you're here. Thank you so much for sharing that story with us and, and, uh, and teaching us a bit about sexting with friends and coworkers. Uh, I'm yeah, grateful that you, you, you stopped. I, um, Chris, I would love to talk to Paul and James in Palm Springs because hello, Paul and James. Hi. Okay, so I understand that while you've been in quarantine, you got married. Yeah, we did. Oh, well, congratulations. Can, can the Touchpoint community please wish uh, Paul and James uh, congratulations on their, their marriage? So this is a lot. You're getting a lot, of, a lot of love from around the world right now. So congratulations. Um, I would love to know about the ceremony. How do you get married in quarantine? It was very, um, it was very special. <laughs> we, um, do you want to tell? Well, we got engaged a couple years ago when we did a road trip from Brooklyn to Miami. And, you know, a common story is 
you know, in the last two years, it's like we couldn't really find the time to plan a wedding or even plan a party because, you know, life gets so busy. So uh, six weeks into lockdown, we're like, why don't we just apply for our marriage license? I know all the city halls are shut down and stuff. And, you know, then we'll just like figure it out once this is all over. Well, they called us two days later and said, hi, yeah, we're performing ceremonies at the box office of the Regal Theater in Rancho Mirage. And we're like... Wait, at the movie theater? At the movie theater. (laughs) Okay. So, which was perfect because we love going to the movies. And we've always gone to the Regal Theaters because we were down the street in Brooklyn from one and then we moved upstate New York to Kingston. We went to the one down the street and... Even here, we go to them down the street. So we love the movie. So it was like, yes, that's perfect. So we showed up on, in the day and time they slotted for us. And they were in the box office. And we were standing right out front as if we were buying tickets to the new Mulan movie. But no. It's, do you have a photo? Yeah. yeah. We, it looked like can you we, show? Can you hold it up? Can we see the photo of the two of you standing? So I'm just trying to frame this. You were standing at the box office where you normally yeah, buy it tickets. Kind of, it kind of looked like we were robbing the place because we were both wearing bandanas. Wait, hold it up. This is, <laughs> wait, and that's you actually getting married. Yeah. Oh my God, that is unbelievable. It looks like we're holding up the place. Right. Okay. And then behind there, there's somebody who works for the movie theater. I don't understand no, who's no, behind it was, there. It was, the, it was like the county clerk or whoever does, or the like someone from City Hall who normally performs weddings in the courthouse. Right. So they did the, the vows. We signed the papers. Everything was in one. She like put the thing under the, you know, the slide for us to sign. It was really weird. Wait. Oh my God. I know, it's so good. This is, I mean, it's so special. It's such an unforgettable moment. Yeah, I mean, it's far more interesting than getting eloping in a courthouse, right? Yeah, totally. Wow. Wow. Okay, well, first of all, congratulations. Thank God the two of you found each other and that you had this unbelievable experience. How long have you been together? Uh, We've been together for five years, yeah. And did you both have beards when you met each other? Yes. Okay. Oh, yeah. Did did the beards bring you together? Was it like a beard? Like where? How did you find? I mean, yeah. It feels like you were at a place maybe where a lot of people have beards. Maybe. Yes. Okay. We're part of a, a, a community called Bears. If you've ever heard them. No. Tell me about it. Gay men with bear with beards are sort of called bears. With beards and bellies are called bears. You've never Wait, heard what, before? There's so much I haven't heard. You, you'd be shocked. And you know what you would be called? No. An otter. Okay. <laughs> I want to know. A, a fit guy with a beard is an otter. And we're bears. Wait. Wait, I get to be an otter? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God, this is great. This is yeah, great we news. Have, we have woodland creature names for everybody. You know, I always like to say, we have to love one an otter. <laughs> <laughs> okay, wait, so I'm an otter. You guys are bears. And so were you part of, uh, you know, it's funny, you know, I have a unicorn. And I have a llama. Yeah. But I don't, I don't have an otter. Yeah, I don't yeah, have yeah. an otter. 
Yeah. Um, so I need to get an otter. Okay. So wait. So you're bear. So you're part of a. You're part of a, a bears a bear 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 club bear community. Yeah, kind of. Mostly, ironically, you know, we don't take it that seriously. But yeah, we we come from a community that prefers men with real body types and scruffy. Well, can I see your nails? I think I saw a pop of red there. <laughs> so so cool. That's I my- that happens in quarantine boredom. Yeah, my nails, I, I've been getting my nails done every two weeks for the last 10 years. And, um, and it's been amazing. And I, I, well, I paint them because, you know, I realized that, um, I realized that it's such an interesting place to express myself. It's just such an interesting spot. It was just, it, it, it could, you know, and it reminds me not to take myself so seriously, but I got to say two but, months out. Yeah, but also it's self-care. It's taking totally. To like slow down. Totally. So what is the so so you must have with those beards, you must have like real grooming regimens with those beards. No? Maybe? Uh, not no, really. It's not actually really. well, I mean, we're well groomed, I guess. <laughs> but it's it's really like embrace it it's sort of like politically, it's sort of the, the, the bear sort of movement politically was sort of a reaction to that overly groomed gay man of the 80s, uh-huh. right? Yeah. So the guy who lives in the gym and like waxes his chest, it's sort of a reaction to all of that. So right. groomed, yes, but also anti-grooming in a way. That makes right. Sense. But not anti-otter. No, 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 no. no, no. Okay, I just want to make sure I'm clear on all my terms. You're clearly all natural. I'm so excited to be an otter. I really, <laughs> yeah. I'm really like, I was looking for a new identity. I was looking well, for a new one. <laughs> well, Thank God. you made it. You made okay. it. <laughs> so, so now, so, so why was it important to the two of you to get married? Well, it's a, it's a, it's a, especially now, it's a time where if anything happens to one of us, you know, it's, it's a good thing to have all that yeah. organized. And, you know, if one of us goes to the hospital or something, you know, yeah. I mean, it's, as, it's important. Yeah, as, mm. as gay men in America, we, in a lot of ways, because the majority of our life, gay marriage didn't seem like a possibility. But now that it is, and now that, you know, there's, you know, in this time where people are getting sick, it's that much more important, the reason why we should be allowed to be married, because then we're protected. Because prior to, you know, marriage equality, if he got sick or was in the hospital, yeah, you couldn't. I couldn't see him because I was a family. Right. You know what I mean? So all of those realities in this time are, you know, are very close to home. So, you know, we were intended to get married, but it was like, you know, you know, during this time, it's like you sort of reevaluate things and see what's important to life in life and, and being together, regardless of having a fabulous wedding or a fabulous party, who cares? It's about being together, absolutely, having the right to be married, being protected under the law and staying healthy. You know? mm. If you feel, if you feel... If you feel what they're saying, say word. Oh, God. Wow. Yes. And you should ask us about our uh, fabulous wedding lunch. Oh, yeah. Our wedding reception. 
Ask oh, wait. Okay, okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I appreciate the prompting. So, uh, so uh, you know, I'm wondering here, What? Uh, tell me about the uh, wedding reception. After we had the married at the movies, where did you go? So it was really funny because when we, years, a couple of years ago, when we got engaged, we started talking about the wedding. We lived in Brooklyn, and we both loved uh, going to the, the restaurant at Bird of Goodman. A lot, of bur- a lot of bears in Brooklyn, by the way. Yes. A lot, lot of bears in Brooklyn. It's true. So we, we talked about, like, oh, why don't we get married at Bird of Goodman and have the, the wedding reception in the restaurant? And then it went from that till getting married outside a regal movie theater and having a wedding lunch at the drive-thru at McDonald's. <laughs> wait, wait, you, you, you went to the drive-thru at McDonald's? Yes. And we got a bunch of food and came home and ate all of it. Oh my God! Burgers, chicken nuggets, fries. <laughs> I think there was even a McFlurry in there. Like, oh my God! I see. Oh my God! This is very, amazing. Very glamorous. Yes. Oh God! Well, you know, it's like a full. Our budget was twenty-three dollars. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. Oh God! That's a, that's so so. What have you learned? about yourselves, you knowing that your vision was, I want to get married at the, you know, an incredibly expensive department store in Manhattan. And I want to have luxury and beauty and how it manifests is we get married standing outside a movie theater with a piece of plexiglass between us and an officiant. And then we go to McDonald's. I want to know what this experience has taught you about yourselves and possibly about love. Well, it taught me that that whole thing, you know, getting married at the expensive restaurant stuff, it doesn't really matter. What matters is, uh, you know, what matters is James and I. That's what matters. It doesn't matter what, you know, what other people think, and it doesn't matter, you know, we weren't really dressed up. We were both wearing shorts, and, you know, he was wearing Birkenstocks, and I was wearing, like, something and it was just all that all that like other stuff doesn't matter it's all about it's all about us and being together and loving each other and making the best out of the situation and if the, the thing is that we're gonna remember this so much more yeah. than some other like Fancy wedding. Yeah, fleeting, expensive yeah. moment. Like, this is much more, uh, there's much more sense of humor. Uh, it's, it's, much, it's a much better s- story to tell. Mm. But also, it's like, you know, the other the thing that I've learned is that the fact that we could be together every single day for eight weeks straight and not really fight but just to get closer and love each other and be compelled to get married to elope essentially is really hopefully a reflection of our relationship. I mean, I'm sure that this is a make or break situation for a lot of relationships, Mm -hmm. a lot of families. I mean, you know, it's, it's really heartbreaking to think about some really volatile situations out there that people are in trapped Mm -hmm. inside a very small home. So Mm -hmm. we're super grateful. What, what, for what we have. And that's, like you said, you know, love, safety, and 
be understanding of each other. Like, mm -hmm. like forget about all that pre COVID nonsense of like, you know, just this nonstop world of consumption and facade and showing off. And, you know, it's just like, you know what, we all need to get back to basics if this human race is going to survive. And that's mm. what's to focus on what's real and what's lasting and, and move away from disposable living. You know what I'm saying? Mm. I'm, I'm so grateful that you took the time to hang out with us today and share your story. I think you're absolutely right. I think that, you know, for me, this moment has surfaced two truths. We've, we've discovered that we need each other and we've discovered that we need to spend more time outside. Oh, yeah. And I think, I think whatever happens next will be determined by whether or not we can remember for sure. Yes. What we discovered. Um, and just and, go back to uh, yeah. normal because normal is problematic. Mm -hmm. I think that, I think that, and, and, and the two of you have, have served in this moment as a, as a, as a way for us to remember that we need each other. Uh, and I'm just, I'm really so grateful that you shared your story with us. Thank you so much for, for spending this time with us. Um, and thank you for teaching me that I'm an otter, you know, oh I, I, uh, I'm really grateful for that. Uh, okay. So, so, uh, Chris, Chris, I think it's time for us to do a short segment we like to call super eligible humans. Uh, what I want to know right now is if you are a super eligible human, uh, say me in the chat right now. I just want to see who. Okay, we got Alana, we got Dez. All right, so can we go to Mary Diaz, please? Chris, I'd love to see Mary Diaz. And if your video is not on and you want me to talk to you, you got to turn your video on. Is Mary Diaz available? Okay, there you are. Hi. Mary, I knew I wanted to choose you. I didn't know why, but now I I think I what what's going on with your virtual background? Love? So, this is old actually from a previous happy hour with friends. It's Bradley Cooper in the back there. Okay. Um, okay. I have All a right. crush on. So that's You have a crush on, you have a crush on Bradley Cooper. Yes. Okay. All right. <laughs> Fair enough. So, all right. So I'm just going to, I'm just going to ask you, uh, four questions. The first sure. question is, uh, how old are you? Okay. So I'm 29. Okay. That's good. That, we don't need any more response than that. It should just be a number, not a sentence. Okay. So 29, where yeah. are you? Where are you? I'm Mary? in uh, New York city. I was born and raised here and I'm specifically in the Bronx. Okay. Beautiful. Love that. Go Yankees. So, uh, and what are you looking for, Mary? What are you looking for? Um, I mean, so, you know, it's an interesting time, you know, there are obviously limitations. Um, and so I think in terms of like immediately having someone to like spend face to face time with is hard, but you know, any sort of like companion where I can like have a fun conversation with and like, you know, send funny texts to and stuff like that for now until things sort of like get back to normal. Okay. Be fun and awesome. Um, That's perfect. So now, uh, do you have an Instagram? 
Yes. Okay. Do you want to share your Instagram with us? Sure. There will only be 50,000 people that listen to this recording. (laughs) Perfect. Um, Okay. What is your Instagram? So it's Mary, M-A-R-Y, Diaz, D-I-A-Z, zero, zero, seven. Like James. Seven. (laughs) Okay. Wonderful. And, and my question, the last question for you is, and again, just try to keep it concise because there's a couple other people we're going to spotlight. If you could have a superpower for one day, what would it be and why? Oh my gosh. Honestly, only honest answers, only (laughs) honest answers. I like that. Um, to have Anthony Bourdain capabilities, meaning being able to travel and eat around the world. Okay. Beautiful. Thank you so much, Mary. I am so grateful that you are here. Um, can we go to Chris Redford in Michigan? Hi, Chris. Hello. How are you feeling, brother? Good. All right, Chris, let's keep this tight. Chris, you're, where are you located? Redford, Michigan, a suburb of Detroit. And how old are you? 47. And what are you looking for? Um, you know, I'm a single father, uh, raised uh, two teenage girls, and I've sacrificed kind of my social life for them. And there's 18 and 17, so I'm looking for somebody to uh, share my journey with. All right. So, uh, what have you learned about yourself through, uh, the relationship that you've cultivated with your daughters? Um, being a parent is the greatest sacrifice. Um, uh, my ex-wife is a, I put it my a basket case. She's not a mother. She's a baby maker. Um, they're actually with her right now. Um, um, I guess just trying to give, give as much as I can and guide them as much as I can. Okay. And then the last question I have for you is if you could be any animal, what would you be other than the human animal? What would you be and why? Probably a bird so I could fly. Beautiful. Beautiful. Well, thank God you're here, Chris. Uh, do you have an Instagram account that people could find? Actually, I do not. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. Uh, do you have a personal website? You're over the age of 30, which means that at some point in the last five years, you probably started a podcast. Um, do you have a podcast to share? No, just Facebook. Okay, okay just Facebook. Okay, do you, want, do you want to share your full name? Do you want people to look you up? How do you want people to find you? It's only 50,000 people and I can't vouch for literally any of them. Um, no, I don't think so. Fair enough. Great. So anybody who's here, if you want to talk to Chris, he's hanging out. Uh, Chris, Touchpoint Chris, I would love, love, love to see Carla Mellenbacher. Again, I'm just going off of names here. I'm not looking at videos. We don't know. There you are. Hi, Carla. How you feeling? I'm doing okay. Okay. You're, it's hard to hear you. Uh, maybe you can speak closer to the mic. All right, Carla. I can take off the headphones too. No, you sound great. I mean, now you just hold up the mic. It's great. All right, Carla. It looks like it's breakfast time where you are. No, it's, I'm in Austin, Texas. You're in Austin. Okay, beautiful. All right. So Carla, how old are you? I'm 32. I had to think about it. (laughs) All right. Are you sure? Is that a final answer? Okay. All right. And you're in Austin, Texas. What are you looking for? For love? 
particularly? I yeah, I guess. I mean, you're super, you're su I asked who's a super eligible human. You said you, so. Um, social connection in general. I miss uh, hugging people like anyone. <laughs> yeah. Um, I would love to actually find someone that I could be more intimate with, but that is limiting right now also. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And, um, if you could only listen to one song for the rest of your life, what would that song be and why? Oh man. There's so many. I mean, that's the whole point of music, right? The harmony of it, it all. It's an impossible question to answer, and it's even more impossible to answer it in a nanosecond. Yeah, so your job right now is very ever. challenging, but let's hear it. What song's coming up for you? Just speak from your heart. What is it? I don't it? have any song coming up right now. I mean, is I love listening Houston? to Natural Elements. <laughs> that's what comes Beautiful. up. Natural Elements. Beautiful. Yeah. And do you have an Instagram account that people can find you on? I do. I have... Uh, it's at Dr. Carla Mellenbacher. Doctor? Yeah, I'm a chiropractor. Oh, okay. <laughs> Love that. We got a doctor in the house, y'all. Um, okay, beautiful. We'll do one more. Uh, Chris, I would like to pull up Mike. Mike is in Massachusetts. Mike is a member of the Touchpoint community. He has been coming to our, our daily uh, check-ins. The community was really dead set on me talking to Mike. Mike, what's the deal? <laughs> Um, not much. Uh, like you said, I'm Mike. I'm living in Marlboro, Mass. Uh, and I am looking for love. Okay. How old are you? I am 23. Okay. You're 23. Oh my God. You're looking for love. You're 23. I love this. <laughs> All right. So Mike, when you say you're looking for love, uh, what does that mean? Uh, ideally a long-term relationship that will last the rest of my life. Wow. Wow. That's a long time. I mean, you've got a lot of life to live. You must've yeah, been very inspired by Ida. Yes, very inspired by Ida. She's a visionary. Okay, maybe Ida can help you write your profile. Sure. Ida, by the way, is still with us. It's like three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> she still hasn't gone to bed. I don't know how much green tea you had, Ida, but she is still with us. Okay, so Mike, so the question I have for you is, um, if you could... I got it. <laughs> now I'm nervous. I got it. Mike, if you could marry any celebrity, oh gosh. who would it be and why? And if you say Bradley Cooper, I got to say somebody already on here is going to fight with you for him. So uh... be mindful, be mindful. I don't know. That's a great question. I would say some country artists I could listen to their music. Uh, is there a country artist in particular? Um, well, I mean, I'm straight, but my favorite artist is Luke Combs, and I would I'd be with him hear him sing all the time for sure. <laughs> so you'd so you'd 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 marry Luke Combs so that you could just have him sing to you for the rest of your life. Oh, for sure. I'd be serenaded by him. Beautiful. And do you have an Instagram account that people can follow? Yes, it is the OCR dog. The OCR dog? Yep. Okay, the OCR dog. Okay, on Instagram. Wonderful. Beautiful. All right. Well, thank you so much for that. 
Um, okay, so those are our super eligible humans for tonight. Uh, before we close this space, there's a couple, uh, a couple announcements that I want to make. And also, uh, I want everybody to know that when we close this space now, I take a five-minute break and then I come back for the after party where I literally just look at the grid and start calling on random people. And uh, it is pretty wild. We have ended it in a dance party every single time we've done it. Uh, and so you're all invited to stay and hang out and see what happens uh, at that point. It is pretty wild. Um, before we do that, a couple announcements that I had to make uh, before we close this space. The first one is I want to thank everybody who shared tonight. Um, if you feel like you heard something tonight that you think you're going to think about as you log off, say word. If you just heard one thing, if something landed for you and you were like, wow, that makes so much, oh, wow, I didn't think of that. Amazing. All right, say word. Beautiful. Now, what I want to know is uh, if you can share in the chat, um, if you had to say one word that is really just staying with you right now as you reflect on our stories from Lily and Ida and Paul and James and all of our eligible humans, um, what is one word that's coming up for you? I'm seeing a lot of Ida. Boldness, joy, ask, teammate, love, 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 connection, uh, otters. Yeah, otters, <laughs> is really, otters is really landing with me. Um, Okay, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Um, okay, so, so, uh, so now uh, a couple announcements. First announcement is we have the after party. That'll happen in about five, six minutes. Uh, so if you want to hang out, uh, hang out, and then we have a pretty candid conversation at that point. Uh, next thing is uh, the touch point. Uh, community. We have a community call every night at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. I've been logging in for that call uh, every night since March 17th. I decided to just log in every night and see who shows up and, and uh, it's grown and the Touchpoint community. Uh, if you're here and you're part of the Touchpoint community, you've been coming uh, day in, day out. You're in our Telegram chat. Say word. Let's see how many of you are out there tonight. There's a lot of you, uh, a lot of people uh, in there. Um, we do have a chat. So if you enjoyed being in the chat, uh, here, we've created a group on Telegram where anybody can join that group and contribute to that conversation. There's about 67 people in there now. It's pretty wild. Uh, if you want to join that group, you have to download Telegram, uh, and then, which is an app, and then you have to use the link. Uh, Kaylin, the link is lovetouchpoint.com slash Telegram. So if you want to join the, the Touchpoint chat, you have to download Telegram. And then you, once you download it, you go to your mobile browser and you type in lovetouchpoint.com slash Telegram. And then you join our Telegram chat. And when you join, the Touchpoint community is going to greet you with so much love. It's absurd, especially Simone. Simone is just wild beyond. Uh, more energy in that one than any human I think I've ever known in my life. Um, so you should definitely, the conversation keeps going there. We do get together every night at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard. Uh, and it's a, it's a beautiful uh, check-in that we do every night at 6 p.m. Uh, also on Friday, I am going to be hosting a free workshop called The Magic of Tiny Moments. Uh, and it is, a, it is a webinar on how to cultivate uh, more meaningful connection in your lives. Uh, it's based on a book that I've been working on um, over the last four years over my Touchpoint experience, which will come out on Audible at the end of the year, uh, which is super exciting. Uh, and then lastly, we are starting a Facebook group uh, 
Uh, on Facebook, it's called Touchpoint Community. Uh, and in there, we will be sharing stories like you see here. Uh, every day, we'll be sharing stories uh, from people who submit their stories from all over the world. And uh, we've already gotten a number of submissions and we're, we're going through them now. And uh, so if you have a story that you want to share with us, uh, you can go onto Facebook uh, and you can, you can share uh, your story with the Touchpoint community. You have to click the, uh, yeah, there you go. So uh, Kaylin just dropped uh, the link in there. Um, so, uh, so that's it. So before we close this space, I just want to uh, sh uh, give a shout out to the team. So Chris, if we could show everybody Antonia, um, if we could just have Antonia bring her up so uh, she could say hello. Say hi, Antonia. Antonia is one of our producers. Uh, if you could bring up Kaylin. Um, Kaylin, there's Kaylin. She's the head of community with Touchpoint. She's been working on the Telegram chat and the Facebook and, and all the things. She's amazing. And then we have uh, Sophia. Uh, can we see Sophia? Hi, Sophia. Uh, Sophia has been uh, on the Touchpoint team for years. She's been one of our featured storytellers. Uh, we're so grateful for Sophia. And, uh, and we have Chris in the house. Chris, can we see the man who makes it all happen? Chris with the good hair. There he is. Um, so this team is, uh, you know, these humans have shown up for me and for each other and for all of you. Uh, in really remarkable ways. And uh, I'm so blessed and grateful to have all of you. Um, if you don't follow us on Touchpoint, we're at Love Touchpoint on Instagram, who, uh, uh, and we're starting to work on our Instagram now. Big love to Christina Wong out there, who's going to be taking over the uh, Touchpoint Instagram. Um, and also uh, Ariana, uh, who is going to be handling the Facebook, uh, the Facebook group. She's here with us as well. Um, so, uh, now, uh, I'm going to take a quick five minute break. I'm going to pee. I'm going to go top off my tea and then I'm going to come back. And then who's ever left here, we're going to chat, uh, to see who's out there, uh, and see how you're feeling. So, uh, you know, I always say that I wake up every day and, uh, I aim to create and collect evidence that the world is safe and people are good. And all of you tonight, for those of you that shared, for those of you that contributed in the chat, uh, everybody on the team, you have done that for me uh, tonight. Thank you so much. If you want, hang out. I'll be back in five minutes. Uh, if you're logging off, thank you for sharing this space. Here we go. Thank you for listening to Touchpoint. I'm Jared Matthew Weiss. You can always join us for live recordings by registering for free tickets at lovetouchpoint.com. And you can find us on Instagram as lovetouchpoint.